Let me tell you a little bit about Built Bar. Um, keeping your New Year's resolution to eat healthier uh, and to eat better food and to get healthier and to possibly lose weight. I've lost about a pound a week on uh, the diet that I'm on, and I'm trying to change the way I eat entirely, not a diet diet. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling good about it. And one of the things that keeps me from eating things like my staff just brought me a hostess cupcake. A happy birthday cupcake, happy birthday, by the way. Cupcake. Happy birthday. Thank you. Uh, I, I instead will have a built Bar because I'm dedicated. That's you. Yeah. Dedication, self-restraint. Uh, because it's my birthday, built Bar, which tastes tremendous, uh, I'm going to have a built Bar. And then the hostess Twinkie as well, <laughs> well today. Of course. Um, don't give up on your resolution. Built Bar is the answer. They're great. They'll help you keep on your plan. They taste good, and they're really healthy. Check them out. BuiltBar.com slash Beck. BuiltBar.com. I can't tell you how many people uh, have reached out to me and said, Glenn, I can't find a publisher. Can you help me find a publisher? And does Mercury still have Mercury Inc., the imprint that we published a lot of people's books? Uh, Michelle Malkin, uh, gosh, uh, uh, fiction, David Barton books, all kinds of books. Uh, no, those were published through Simon & Schuster. And we don't have the imprint anymore because I left Simon & Schuster. My my death sentence with Simon & Schuster was uh, ended last year. And, uh, and you know what's weird is a lot of people are no longer with Simon & Schuster or, or with any of the five big publishing houses. In fact, it seems as though the uh, big publishing houses in New York City don't really want to publish any conservative books especially if you were a MAGA supporter and those that are being printed are not being printed by the big publishing houses and I say I don't really care I'll find my own way um, but those who are being published like Andy Noe's book is being boycotted by Antifa we told you about that but now an amazing smear campaign started by the Los Angeles Times on Andy No and his book has begun. So I wanted to make sure that you heard the response from Andy himself. Andy No's book on Antifa. The book is called Unmasked. You need to get it in in paper, hardback form, not digital. Andy will explain next. The Glenn Beck Program. Never been a bad idea to be prepared for worst case scenario. In the days when we had the Boy Scouts and they meant something, it was one of the things you to lift up three fingers and you say, Boy Scout is always prepared. Oh, but those were in the days when people thought things through. 
You could move out of the country, start a subsistence farm. You could uh, stand guard with a shotgun and a pack of wild dogs for anybody who walks across. You come across my brother. Actually, what you need is food that you can stock up and keep in case of emergency situations and then zip your mouth about it. I mean, these uh, if you go to my Patriot Supply, they're coming and they're they're discreet. It's not, you know, big food supply on the side of the boxes. So nobody will know that you have them because some people think you're an extremist if you prepare for the future. I don't. Uh, 25 years in proper storage. That's how long this food will stay fresh if you get it from MyPatriotSupply.com. Secure a four-week, three-month, even a year emergency food kit, 2,000 calories every day. It's all fun and games until somebody puts an eye out. So don't, I guess, lose your eye. Or if you do, you get My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Get the food storage you need before Somebody puts an eye out. Food kits ship in one to two days. Arrive discreetly at your door. Don't wait. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Man, I, I read this review from the L.A. Times about Annie Noe's new book. And uh, holy cow. Andy, you are an extremist and a liar. And you're making things up. And you think that Antifa is bad. Whew. I agree. I agree. Um, you are uh, everything except you're a liar. Um, you think that Antifa is bad. This report says, um, let me give, just give you a bit of the review. I know you've read it. There's an alternate universe out there in which we never have to ponder, let alone read unmasked. Provocateur Andy knows supremely dishonest book on the left-wing anti-fascist movement known as Antifa. In that other world far, far away, Marjorie Taylor Greene remains a nutty CrossFit enthusiastic, uh, enthusiast from Georgia, not a member of Congress. And we know nothing about her musings on Jewish space lasers, the execution of Democrats or false flag school closings. If you find that universe, please send directions. So they say that your book is part of that universe. Andy, can you respond to some of the charges in this? Sure. Well, first, uh, happy birthday, Glenn. Oh, Thanks for having thank me you. on again. You bet. Of course. So uh, I'm not surprised by uh, the ad hominem attacks in this uh, review that was published in, in the L.A. Times. Uh, I wrote in my book, as you recall, about the useful ideas and fellow travelers for Antifa in journalism. And I would include this writer as part of that. Um, I was, as a journalist myself, I was just surprised at um, the really unprofessional invectives that he used against me, considering he works as the White House correspondent for the Yahoo News. So um, it's very quite despicable. Uh, doesn't really counter any of my arguments. Instead, there's a line where he said that I wouldn't make uh, Harold Goebbels proud. Um, he says my book is, he compares my book to uh, what the Nazis did and their propaganda. Yep. It's a very disgusting, nasty um, smear, as you would uh, expect to see on a blog, not by somebody who works as a White House correspondent for a news site. So let me give you a couple of things. Um, Andy No is singularly focused on inflating Antifa's importance. 
in his black-clad white whale, his mark-spouting Moby Dick. Do you believe you're inflating their importance in what's going on? No. And this writer, Alexander Nazarian, he probably wouldn't think that either if you ended up in a hospital with brain hemorrhage by Antifa. Well, let me give you Um, what he says about that. No claimed that he was uh, that a milkshake was thrown on him and it contained concrete, but far more likely it was a vegan blend heavy on cashew butter. So, right. Yeah. So he doesn't say it was. He said it was more likely. Can you tell me, Andy, do you know the difference between concrete and cashew butter? So he's trying to downplay my injuries. Um, if he had doubt about my uh, diagnosis, he could have reached out to me and I would have provided the documentation from the hospital so he could see. And he could look at the CT scan as well. Well, my brain was bleeding. I don't think he, um, I think he knows that it wasn't. He wrote, no was punched and kicked as well. He claims to have suffered a cerebral hemorrhage. So, right. I mean, doesn't he know better than you? Because what he goes on right after he says what goes unmentioned is that no had a history of embedding with right wing groups. Now, I don't know what that has to do with your claim of a cerebral hemorrhage, but he says you had a history of embedding with right wing groups, including, according to persuasive allegations, he has denied the white supremacist outfit Patriot Prayer that provoked Antifa into very fights that he then films. Yeah, so he's picking up these smears that were printed in a local publication in Portland where a one of the far-left reporters there had interviewed somebody who was given a pseudonym, and he uh, was an Antifa person who claims to have embedded in Patriot Prayer and put out this absolutely false claim that I had a partnership with Patriot Prayer for mutual protection. Now, um, my lawyer ended up writing a letter to the publication asking them to retract it because these were lies. They chose not to, and they're protecting the identity of this anonymous person if he even exists. And so I can't even confront my accuser, and then that smear gets laundered into bigger and bigger publications like a Wikipedia page, like the LA Times Review. I mean, you know how it works. You've been in the in the media spotlight oh, for yeah. years and years. So um, they do this type of stuff to try to, they slip these stuff in that has nothing to do with the book to try to discredit and smear in the most disgusting of ways. He says, um, distortions and untruths hover like flies around every shred of confirmable fact. The same section of a mask that ends with no's uh, statements on the United States portrays a mid-November Stop the Steal rally in Washington as peaceful and celebratory with no mention of the Proud Boys amassed there. The counter-protesters, meanwhile, are a marauding gang. The nation's top mainstream Antifa scholar, Mark Bray, wrote in the Washington Post that Antifa is not an organization. Rather, it is a politics of revolutionary opposition to the far right. So that line where he quotes from Mark Bray is particularly telling because Mark Bray, as I write in my book, is an Antifa extremist who works in academia. Uh, his Antifa handbook 
which is what he's most infamous for, actually raises funds for the Antifa International Defense Fund. So I don't know how he can criticize me for being biased or whatever, and then he's quoting from somebody who's actually part of Antifa as a sort of legitimate uh, historian perspective. The, he continues, the right is always reminding us that facts don't care about your feelings, so let us set out some facts. Andy No writes that the numbers and influence of right-wing extremists are grossly exaggerated by biased media, while Antifa poses just as much, if not more, of a threat to the future of American liberal democracy. He frequently re- uh, references last summer's anti-racist protest, conveniently alighting the point that 93% of those were peaceful, according to a study from Princeton. A brief published by the Center for Strategic and International Studies, hardly a lefty outlet, found that Antifa had a minor role in what violence did occur, most of which was driven by local autonomous actors, and that organization's threat was relatively small. January 6th, the minister, the coup de grace to knows already teetering thesis. It should not have taken this long. However, Trump's own Department of Homeland Security warned last October that white supremacist extremists would remain the most persistent and lethal threat to the American homeland. Yeah, so I hear that, I mean, that 93 percent were peaceful. It's another way of saying mostly peaceful. What does it matter if it's 93% peaceful if the other 7% resulted in several dozen deaths, the destruction of countless livelihoods, damages of billions to our economy? Um, And as for, I don't know why he's downplaying the role of Antifa if he read my book, as he said earlier in the review, in meticulous detail, I outlined how in some major American cities like Portland and Seattle, Antifa have the principal role in organizing the riots. And so, I mean, this seems, again, it's going back to what many journalists and mainstream media do, to always um, deflect from the extremism on the far left to go to the bogeyman that they have on the far right. I don't argue that the far right doesn't exist. I'm arguing that the Antifa and the far left are also a threat in here, as I lay out in an entire book, this is what they actually did. This is how much money they raised. These are the people they killed. These are the injuries they caused. What is the motivation here just to continue to protect? I mean, I have no problem. And and he says in the article that you were forced to admit uh, that Antifa wasn't uh, in charge of the January 6th, um, you know, attack on the Capitol. Um, Andy, I, if I recall right, you weren't forced to admit you were the first to admit you were the first to say, uh, I don't think this has anything to do with Antifa. Weren't you? It's the way I remember it That's that right. day. That's right. I came out on my own uh, and I was uh, interviewed and I've always maintained that I was never forced. Uh, and it wasn't, I wasn't begrudgingly required to say what I said either. Um, I think these people, they want to paint a character, caricature of who I am. They think that I am this, as this review writer um, illustrates elsewhere, that I'm this really wicked fascist propagandist who's taking tactics from the Third Reich in my propaganda and 
they're really surprised if I manage to tell the truth. It's, um, I mean, it's, it's a disgrace that the editor ran this piece in the way it is. You know, I, I can accept criticisms for my writings, my analysis, et cetera, but um, describing me in such disgusting terms to people who, to a political party that was involved for genocide and Holocaust, um, like that's, it, it's too bad that, that that is a norm to be expected in a piece of the legacy. Uh, Andy, I appreciate it, and I I wanted to give you the chance because I I think personally um, that kind of advertising you can't buy. Um, when somebody like that does such a hatchet job on you, it just makes me want to buy your book even more. Um, and the book is called Unmasked um, by Andy No. It is um, the book that pretends Antifa is the real enemy. Uh, you can you can uh, find that wherever you buy your books. Uh, it came out uh, what this week? Yeah, or last week. It came out last Tuesday, and has been number one on the New York Times bestseller list. Andy, thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Bye bye. Margaret lives in Pennsylvania. Let me tell you, she is loud and proud about Relief Factor. For a long time, she was suffering from pain in her legs so bad that she could barely walk. Then Relief Factor came into her life, and when that happened, everything changed. Within a few weeks, she said, she was walking completely pain-free. These days, Margaret tells anyone who will listen how much it helped her get her life back. I am exactly the same way. I'm like one of those obnoxious anti-smokers that are like, now they're Nazis on anybody that, you know, or vegans that gave up meat, and now they're just right. Nazis on it. <laughs> oh. um, relief Factor. It changed my life. It changed Margaret's life. And there's a 70% chance that it will change your life as well. 70% of the people who go on to, to try it for the three-week quick start, just to see if it makes a difference, go on to order more month after month. Why would you do that? You do it because it works for you. It worked for me. Get your life back. Relieffactor.com. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. The right to petition, assemble, and protest your government. The First Amendment used to be something sacred, used to be something that we all believed in. But now it depends on your point of view. You have that right. You can say anything, anything about anybody as long as it's the right point of view. Did you hear about the, um, you hear about the, uh, the, uh, oh, what's her name that was, had her confirmation hearing yesterday and she, and near attendant. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and she said, she's really, really sorry. She deeply regrets what she said about the GOP. Uh, <laughs> she said, I recognize the concern. I deeply regret and apologize for my language and some of my past language. It was, it was not right. Well, um, she said, uh, let's see, that Susan Collins, uh, 
in the Wayback Machine. She purged a thousand tweets. Oh, yeah, because she, I mean, she's a very known active tr- Twitter troll for years. She called uh, the main senator pathetic for voting for uh, <laughs> uh, Brett uh, Kavanaugh. How dare she? Uh, she said Mitch McConnell, he, she always referred to him as Moscow Mitch. Uh, she said, I'm really sorry, <laughs> uh, but Biden would never put up with that. Then she called the GOP as a whole evil and morally and ideologically bankrupt. Uh, okay. All right. So are we going to give her forgiveness? But when Marjorie Taylor Greene said, I don't believe those things. I'm really sorry. I apologize. There's no forgiveness for her. Of course not. <laughs> the, right. The, the, the standard is clear. Right. Is it not? I like that. You know, I mean, again, you talk about incitement uh, language, uh-huh. calling an entire party evil i mean it's the ultimate thing you would want to fight back against and it is one of the things that i have tried to uh avoid i mean i've Mm. really worked hard not to call things evil because you don't want to misuse that word and the only thing i can really call evil in politics right now is the effect of critical race theory the effect of the division that's going on the effect of telling people you're nothing without me. You can't make it without this program. The discouragement and the division that is going on, the results of that are evil. It's only destruction. Uh, and, you know, people, people, there are a lot of really good people that I think are really, really misguided. And then there's a lot of people that are just quiet about it. And, you can't be quiet and they are going to do everything they can. That's what this impeachment is really all about. Making sure that Donald Trump is never in office. He lost half of his fortune, $2 billion, according to uh, Forbes. Lost $2 billion during his administration. He ain't going to get that back. They're not going to let him do anything anymore. Uh, they want to make it very clear. Shut up and sit down. You don't want to be labeled a right-wing extremist, do you? Well, tonight on YouTube and Blaze TV, my Wednesday night special, The New Red Scare and our reality czars. You don't want to miss this episode tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern, only on Blaze TV and YouTube, Blaze YouTube channel. This is the Glenn Beck Program. <sighs> Blinds.com. Blinds.com can help you make some differences. Oh, boy, I remember the days when I said, maybe we should just change out the blinds. No, let's move that wall. Mm, but if we move the wall, we have to do the floor. If we do the floor, we might as well do the stairs. And if we're going to do the stairs, and we should really do the upstairs. Oh, my gosh. Change the blinds. Never will end. Never. Just do the blinds. Ends. Mm-hmm. Do the blinds. Mm-hmm. You can change everything about a room with just what you put on the window treatment. And, and you know what? Indoor, sh- indoor uh, shutters are unbelievable. Oh, I love them. They, they completely change yeah. the look and feel of your home. 
Stu has done it with blinds.com. Mm-hmm. I've done it with blinds.com. And there's a sale going on now till February 16th. So you need to act now. Take advantage of blinds.com's incredible savings. It's blinds.com. Do it right now. Save up to 40% on all blind shades, interior shutters, and so much more. Now until February 16th, rules and restrictions may apply. It's blinds.com. Tonight, back-to-back, brand new Stu Does America and the aforementioned Glenn special. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn for 30 bucks off. This is the Glenn Beck program. I really want to talk to uh, Heather Mushaw. She is the former White House Sign Language interpreter. Um... And I just saw this story on theblaze.com, and it is, I mean, if this doesn't tell you everything you need to know about unifying, she served in both the Trump and the Biden administration. She says the Biden administration humiliated and canceled her after reports emerged that she is a Trump supporter who formally translated speeches for conservative social media groups. Let me say it this way. Hang on, hang on she was a Trump supporter who formally translated speeches for conservative social media groups. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds way worse now, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> She's a 41-year-old married mom of four from <gasps> Glen Burnie, Maryland. She's got four. She's got to be a religious extremist. She says she's been offered a return engagement at the White House. Uh, She has not been offered a return engagement at the White House after Time. You know, they're so great. Time magazine published an expose, an expose on her personal politics titled Joe Biden's sign language interpreter has ties to the far right. Oh, my God. I wasn't worried about it until I heard that noise and the laughing, but. I mean, I was just. (laughs) Man, it's scary now, isn't it? She says that um, uh, that she has been the subject of harassment and threats following the release of the time report prompting her to fear her for her own safety and her family's safety. The post reported that the harassment is because she provided American sign language translation for the hands of Liberty Facebook group. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what that. <laughs> oh, I know what it is. I'm what reading is about it right okay, now. Okay, tell me what it is. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready. They provide American sign language interpreting accommodations upon request to the deaf community for inaccessible online video content. (laughs) That's scary, too. That Uh, kind of sound like stormtroopers are coming in. That's (laughs) stormtroopers. Nazis! Mm. Uh, This service is provided by volunteers. Mm -hmm. Now, they have this little disclaimer they throw out there. (laughs) You know they don't mean it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any hate speech, trolls, spammers will be banned immediately. Uh, They then add on 
Censorship and... Sorry, just the dog whistle alert. Dog whistle alert. Full-fledged dog whistle alert. We all know what they really mean. Censorship and prevention of access to information that is readily available to the hearing community is considered violence against the deaf community. (laughs) (laughs) Don't think I understand that one. But still, it does seem to be basically people request, hey, I want to watch this video, but I'm deaf. I can't understand what's going on. Can you give me some sign language to go along with it? And they say, okay. That does seem to be the purpose of the group, which does not seem to be anything that deserves your evil laughter. She is a far-right radical. Mm. She's a far-right radical. Now, she says, the goal of my activity at the White House or with groups like Hands of Liberty is all about access. The thing is, I was canceled and humiliated publicly, and it was unjust and unfair. She insisted that while she is a Trump supporter, she just translates to provide information access for deaf people. She said perhaps her critics don't want this content uh, to be interpreted because they don't believe in it. But, quote, deaf people just want a chance to decide for themselves what information is out there, end quote. Now, she is certified for doing this. She works as an independent uh, contractor. Uh, what I would like to know is why this woman has been let go. Why they have fired this woman. Have they fired her because she was secretly signing? Don't. Trump actually won the election. Don't listen to these people. Run for your lives. Is that what she would when, when if she was doing that? She probably should be. Yeah, fired when in the Jen Psaki or Psaki actually <laughs> started talking, if she was right. like, don't listen to her. Right. She's an evil witch. Maybe mm-hmm. she should have been fired. But she didn't do that, did but, she? She was just. Per- appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> or she'll she'll she says she didn't. But you don't know sign language, well, so you know don't know sign what language. she said. <laughs> right. right. But there's no accusation she did anything wrong. The accusation is she associated herself with 50% of the nation. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you can't do that. Now, let me ask Time Magazine, who you are so brave. You are so brave. You are as brave. Let me think of somebody in history that you are as brave as... Um, uh, Senator McCarthy, man, he was brave, wasn't he? He stood up and said, we've got to root these people out because of their dangerous ideology. We got to get them out and expose them and don't let them work anywhere. Oh, man, I remember how brave that was when they took the Hollywood 10 and they made sure that no one could work ever again. Oh, that was so brave. And you guys are just like him. Wow. Have a celebratory drink. At least he had the excuse. He's an alcoholic. What's your excuse? Uh, This woman, I, I, you know, I want to have her on. I want to translate. I mean, nobody's listening to the radio show for the deaf translator, but I want her to translate for the deaf one of our programs. I just want to give her, you know, a, a, a job for a day. 
Nobody will see her. No, but the show gets on. Uh, well, lots of it gets on YouTube and uh, on Blaze TV. Yeah, but TV. I mean, if you're listening on radio, you know, you can go to Blaze TV and watch the sign language if you need it. Sure. How are you going to get the word out on that? Cool, so anyway, that's a great question. So I don't, I don't have an answer to it. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I this is this is the McCarthy era. This is exactly what they did. They went out and they persecuted people i mean look i believe that there were there were communists in the united states government we know that now we know some of the things that they were saying was not true a conspiracy theory that was true mccarthy wasn't and he was an embarrassment but what happened It went from, hey, is there somebody trying to subvert from the inside of our government to if you believe any of these things or ever believed any of these things, you either go to jail or you just can't work and you're a pariah. I'm against that. I've been against that my whole life. You have a right to believe these things. Unless... You've ever voted or were for Donald Trump. <laughs> the American can do very little. They, they, they must depend upon those of us whom they send down here to man the watchtowers of the nation. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, in a gasoline station, you tell them they're not welcome. A public trust. I am pursuing this investigation. I've seen firsthand Donald Trump's disrespect for facts. In order to develop the facts. It's really bizarre, isn't it, when you think about how AWOL so many of these members of Congress have gotten. If we, unless we, make sure that there's no infiltration of our government. Even. Council culture is a 
wildfire that you cannot contain. If you pour gasoline onto it, don't be surprised when it finally reaches you and you get burned. Every business needs to stand up for every American. Otherwise, eventually, they'll come for you too. Someday, in the distant, 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 way out there future, we all have a little chip implanted under our skin. I don't know, somewhere on our forehead, maybe the forearm, I'm not really sure. And it will carry everything, all of our personal identifications. (laughs) Meanwhile, um... You know, we could get vaccinated for coronavirus uh, and we can just get that digital passport. And that is not the that's not the stairway to hell. It is not. I want you to know that. Uh, Anyway, uh, the point is, it's way easier for cyber criminals to steal your identity than it will be when we have that happy, glorious future, when everything is just embedded into us. (laughs) Oh, that'd be (laughs) so now. Uh, live for today. Get LifeLock. Important to understand how cybercrime and identity theft affects your life. Every day we put information at risk on the internet and cyber criminals keep finding new ways to steal identities. You know, Media Matters is going to probably write something up and say, Glenn Beck believes that this is the mark of the beast. Anyway, you might miss certain identity threats if all you're doing is monitoring your credit. Fortunately, there is LifeLock there to help you protect uh, yourself and your family. Check them out today. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours, yours, with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year at LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK, LifeLock.com, or call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK. Save 25%. That MAGA extremist, she's she's really the woman who we were just talking about, you know, did sign language uh, and no longer welcome uh, at the Biden administration because time, thank goodness, time was there to expose her witchcraftery uh, and uh, and her witching that she was doing. And she wasn't looking for water. She was looking for people that she could throw into chains. Uh, really? Yeah, she had divining rods, and uh, that's what she was doing. Um, and of course, she was—you know—when uh, the Trump, and, uh, when the Biden administration were talking, she said she was translating word for word, but she was she was saying things probably like "Don't listen to them, run for your lives," mm-hmm. things like that. Right. She's going to be on with us just uh, in a few minutes. Um, she's going to be on with us right after the uh, top of the hour, so about ten minutes from now, she'll be on with us. And uh, I think we'd have to do the water test with her. You know what I mean? Hmm. I think it's time we bring this back. If we throw her into a lake and she stays down at the bottom, she's not a MAGA extremist. Right. <laughs> but if she comes back up to the top, yes. she is. And then we'll have to burn her. That, that's the only solution. Oh, well, that's the best way I know. I mean, you know, this is a science, man. It is science. This is essentially what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, a little less violent version of what they're doing right now. Uh, but what, what are you talking about? I mean, they are, they're just, they don't even give you a chance to argue. I mean, providing sign language research, uh, access to deaf people who want to watch mm-hmm. videos that might lean a little to the right, that is not something to lose your job over. 
Yeah, I don't think so either. You know, that was really that's the whole foundation of the economy and our f- free society. Mm-hmm. The reason why you have, let's say, a currency, right, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is that you don't have to find members of other tribes that you might hate to barter with, right? Right. You have a currency that you can have free exchange with people you might despise. That's the whole point of capitalism, of our society. Ah, so now we're here. The free exchange. So it is the hate, the systematic hatred and the the systematic racism built into capitalism that you're now defending. What I'm defending is the the foundation. I got to throw him in. I got to throw him in. If you float, you're not an extremist. Or no, if you float, you are an extremist. This is a foundational aspect of civilization you are supposed to be able to do business with people you don't agree with what kind of civilization western modern not even western it goes way back before western society was even a thing Mm Mm-hmm. This is this is a is foundational aspect of they, all no, human in China, interaction. In China, they know who the enemies are and they put them in camps. Yes, I don't want to be China. I don't think that that's a that's good. That's the new models, too. Yeah, not for me. It's not. Uh, oh well. Well, it will be soon. Here's probably. His, here's his witchcraft. <laughs> when once I'm looking again. at those really high walls from the inside, yeah. I'll say it's my model. <laughs> and will we have someone to translate for us? Ooh, I don't know. Say yes, yes. I'd like another scrap of bread. Will because it'll fall. You've heard the expression falls on deaf ears. That's what's going to happen where we're in the camp. We need a translator. We're interviewing her next. This is the Glenn Beck program.